Hey folks, it's your feminist warlord Amanda here with some exciting news. We just wanted to let you know that our boxes of VHS are starting to pile up. So we've decided it's time to move out of Papa Ronan's basement into our own space. But we will be bringing our back catalog of episodes with us so no one misses out. And all further episodes will now be found at Raised by Spoilers podcast. So look for us on Twitter and wherever you get your podcasts. Links are in the notes below. So we got another Jeff Keeley hosted game announcement fest, <laughs> which is Woo! the best way the best I could kind. possibly describe it. The best kind. I'm, I'm super excited for this. Uh, I, I'm super excited to be back on the podcast as well. I have I've risen from the grotesque uh, uh, pool of sickness known as COVID. I am back and I'm like 99% better, but I still got a, the, just the littlest littlest of tickles are you like uh, that old dude from tales from the crypt like yes i will tell you a story from death well that's how we got to be that way it was COVID. so that's uh-huh. before, before we knew what it was so now that's basically what i'm on track for which i'm pretty excited about i'm all about that i want to be that guy when i'm like 300 years old so i'm into it <laughs> um see so we are uh we're talking about gamescom pretty excited about that uh so this is the germ this is the german focused uh sort of gaming convention i don't know where it takes place now it used to take take place in in leipzig uh back in the day in leipzig they call it over there uh interesting factoid i've been to gamescom really yeah i lived in germany for like a year and a half after high school and i i went in 2004 and the biggest game that they showed there the biggest thing was world of warcraft because it was about to launch i, I learn weird shit about you every single time <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, it was a cool thing. So I was actually, we might have been living in or around Leipzig at the time. Um, and then I was, uh, I was at the time I had been teaching on a stipend and I was trying to find work in, in Leipzig, which didn't, didn't become fruitful at the end. And I came back to the U S to finish school. But, um, but anyway, cool city, if that's where it's still held in fact. And, uh, it was, it was a cool convention and I can tell you this Germans, they know how to party. They know how to party big time. I can tell you one story, one interesting story from Germany. Um, about the germans yes i the deutsch and i don't remember all the details because i was drunk and i was 16. um i i I went on a european vacation with my entire family and we had met up we had decided this was a good opportunity for us to meet up with um a foreign exchange student that had come to our house when i was even younger so we're like okay you know we i knew him when i was younger when my brother was in high school and so we went okay we'll we'll go meet him my brother and i so we went out drinking with him i was 16 so i was just allowed to start drinking in some of these countries and we went to a club started drinking and i was basically told from this guy i forget what exactly asked me to say but he goes i want you to go up to that woman and he's telling me he can speak english he's like i want you to go up to her and repeat this to me repeat this he's and it was something in german i went okay and, you know he said it to me a few times i i, I memorized it not knowing what it says i just memorized the sounds went up to her and said it and she immediately kissed me and like oh, made out with me yeah and i came back and she kind of tapped me on the ass and sent me back and i was very very fucking confused and i came back and i'm like what the fuck did i just say to her he's like Oh no, that that's my sister. <laughs> I, I, he, he told I basically said, 
hey, I'm friends with this guy. Kiss me just so it sounds weird or something like that. Like, I, I forget what it was. And I'm like, oh, you fucking asshole. I didn't mind. Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> I wasn't going to say amazing. no. I, I love this idea, by the way, of uh, an Adam sort of European vacation type movie with just your family. Like, that'd be amazing. Uh, I, I was a young, the problem, so I'm going, I'm actually going on a vacation, um, soon back to Scotland and Ireland. That, that is why we are currently separated because I'm just coming off the COVID and you're trying to board a plane soon. Yeah. And I do not need, uh, even if you have a smidgen of COVID, I do not need it on me. Um, that's a lot of money lost if there's even a remote chance that I have it. (laughs) So why, why Scotland? Why Scotland? Uh, I'm interested in how you guys ended up wanting to go to Scotland. Um, so my parents are retired, both of them. And so they're spending their, you know, twilight years just going to every country they legally can right now that isn't in the middle of a war or governmentally, um, you know, impoverished. And so my wife, um, I will not say her last name, but it is of Scottish origin. Yes. And so when my parents said to my wife, Hey, just coincidental, my parents just said, Hey, we're we're going to Scotland. And my wife went, fuck, I'd, li- I'd really like to go. That's really cool. And I just sort of slipped her a link to the vacation trip details. Yes. And within a month we had paid for the trip. And now we're going, not only are we going on a trip to Scotland and Ireland, we're going on a trip to Scotland and Ireland with my mom and my dad. That's cool, man. That's cool. See, and, and we're older now. So like, it's actually fun to hang out with parents. Now they can be pretty chill and they sleep a lot. You know what I mean? So you, no. so you still get a lot of new time. No, no. My dad is going to drink me under the table. He's going to stay up late. Well, he? <laughs> He's going to wake up earlier than me. My mom, maybe not. She's been retired long enough that, like, she doesn't have that go, go, go attitude anymore. She does when she's got something to do. But my parents yeah. are far more, um, like, people think that I'm a very go-getter and I never, I don't stop. I just keep going. I always keep a schedule. I do what I'm going to do. People think I'm like that. My parents put me to shame. Okay, that's that's where you get it from. Yeah, that's where I get it from. And gotcha. so I know that when they're on vacation, it's it's going to be a a chill go 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 like. But it's like a wait, we're going to go see stuff. Let's go see stuff. They're just boundless energy for as old as they are. Yeah, but they've they've kind of planned it out a little bit. Yeah, they know what they're going. So we're just sort of following them, and and really, they're our guys because we've never been on a tour. This is two weeks. We've never yeah. been on a tour like this so they're sort of hey you're gonna tip these people here's how much here we're gonna go get coins so we'll tell you how much coin to get so it's kind of nice that i just have you know i, I have my jedi master my senpai yeah. so we're going like here's how you go on a vacation as an adult are they on the euro in scotland or are they on the pound uh both so i forget which one's which but one of them is on euros one of them's on pounds okay interesting yeah oh ireland will be on euros and Scotland will be on pounds. Maybe. I, Scotland, I Scotland is UK. Scotland is UK. So, uh, But Northern Ireland, if that's where you're going, is in fact its own country. Therefore, they are on the Euros. Ah, that's, that's fair. So yeah, that, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm doing. That's why we are remote right now. Well, we, we should do like a little special. Maybe we could post it as a bonus episode, like a little follow-up to your vacation, a little quick conversation about how it went, what your favorite parts were. Maybe we call it Adam's, Adam's European Vacation or something and uh, <laughs> you know, chalk it up, make some funny and uh and go from there i think that'd be cool with both you and amanda on yeah yeah we i don't i don't think we'd have a problem talking about it we'll, we'll make a bitcade bonus episode Ooh. and you guys can tell us about your favorite parts so we'll talk about the castles the so it's, it could be fun could be fun um so anyway this is alex austin we've already established uh, we have adam on the pod today as well and today we're talking gamescom so we're going straight to germany uh wir, wir werden wir werden nach deutschland gehen und wir werden uh 
video spielen gespielt. So, <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> pretty exciting times. Pretty exciting times. So I'm excited. You're excited. Uh, however, this is this isn't like one of the double A sort of uh conventions for gaming this is i would say it's a, it's a solid a minus or b plus kind of convention because <laughs> by this time we usually have gotten all of the big announcements from e3 although e3 is certainly not you know, quite what it used to be it's just a shade of what it used to be so but you know i'm curious from your perspective you're a little bit closer to this topic than i am uh currently you know what was it good like was there any big surprises like was there anything that really they brought to the table during this convention that was really out there and kind of kind of surprising so there's a problem where we've only got one side of the story going on rob is the hype man he's very look at this look at that i'm excited for this he's excited for new things that's that's who he yes. is um, I am a cynical old fuck and not <laughs> once during, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, not once during any of the reveals was, was I, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm so excited. It was always like, uh, okay. You either just Actually, gave us more detail on something I already knew, which is, I don't give a fuck or no more detail on something I already knew. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. There's a couple of announcements in here. I just saw right off the hop that were kind of surprising to me, uh, that I'll make sure to mention. So a couple, a couple that I didn't really see coming. But uh, in in the rundown here, and then a couple I'm very excited for. So some, you know, I have to go back and watch maybe some of the gameplay. I saw there's like a Hogwarts Legacy trailer in here somewhere. So is that that's probably a net new trailer for Gamescom. I haven't watched it yet, and that's certainly a game I'm looking forward to. As well as uh, Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Frontiers sounds sweet. That's that open world Sonic game, is it not? Yeah, Sonic Frontiers um, sounds really awesome, but they yeah. didn't give us really much more. I think what they did was in their previous trailer they fucked yeah. up and they really didn't give enough. And people are like, what the I fuck is this? This looks stupid. But now people are starting to understand, oh, this is Sonic Breath of the Wild or their attempt at something similar. Yeah, and I would imagine that when, when you get down to it, in terms of the open world setup, it's probably not going to be dissimilar from Breath of the Wild well, in so much as like you're unlocking areas and you yeah. know you know probably climbing towers doing some sort of puzzle to unlock a new area to unlock a map for a new area like I'm, I'm guessing that's kind of how it's going to shake down the problem is is I struggle okay so the feeling I got from this gamescom again cynical old fuck um is they're all clones of other games. I didn't get the sense of, wow, this is wholesomely fresh. And I saw a lot of clones of Elden Ring, people trying to capture that oh, I thing. Bet. I bet. It was yeah. so many of them. And I went, why are there? And there's so many more indie attempts at capturing Hollow Knight with bad animation. Like, you don't understand. You think you can just get the gameplay. It's not just the gameplay. It was the atmosphere and the themes and the artwork. And you're just, you're. it feels like you're making this artwork with, like, um, Flash, and you think it's going to pan out. No, it's not. Stop it. Yeah, it actually, yeah. And, I mean, from, from the trailers I've seen so far, it looks pretty cool. I mean, the whole setup, I mean, it is basically... Uh, you know, sort of uh, open world sandboxy looking sort of Breath of the Wild thing. It says uh, in the official description, Sonic becomes stranded on an ancient island teeming with unusual creatures. So you battle hordes of powerful enemies as you explore the breathtaking world of action, adventure, and mystery. So uh, sounds pretty cool. It's called Starfall, uh, the five massive Starfall Islands. Um, yeah, and then uh, it gives, like, I see some images on here. Uh, a lot of it, it, it does look like, so it's using some of the gameplay aspects from previous Sonic games. Where you're, like, so part of it's, like, sort of on, like, literally on rails, where you're, like, sliding around on the rails, and other ones, uh, you're just kind of running around all over the place. And sometimes um, they even go into, like, two, the classic 2D Sonic, or faux 2D. Like, so, like, from the side, you have to get through stuff. 
from so it mimics the old school Sonic. And uh, and this this game is also coming out on a lot of different platforms, which is another reason why I'm very excited about it. So um, basically, this is uh, coming out on everything, uh, probably including for- like PlayStation Four. So I'll probably still get it on the Switch. It's coming I, out on everything. Yeah, I, I I will admit I'm I want to say I'm excited for it, but I am keeping an eye on this one. Where I'm gonna watch its growth and see how it goes. The fact that it's I don't like games where their thought was let's do that, but like this, like let's do Breath of the, let's do Sonic Breath of the Wild. Sometimes that's okay. I fear this one because to me that's a we did this for money not for creativity. And when you do it for money, not creativity, your developers don't have the heart in it. Therefore, there isn't that little extra pizzazz. There isn't that, you know, je ne sais quoi. Oh, I do have bad news for you. And so much as they did release a Sonic game just for money every year for like seven years straight. And I don't think any of them were good. That's like, my point. There was a run That's... there between like 2000. It was like 2006 to 2013 where they were just pounding them out one after another. There was one where he turned into like, aware hedgehog there was one <laughs> yes. where it was about like painting things in different colors yeah there yeah. was one that was there's just been all kinds of them and honestly i don't think any of them have been real standout in a, in a long long time as so far this as one, i though, can tell the uh, only i'm really looking forward to the it. only two good sonic games recently was um the one where it was like the new age sonic versus the old age sonic i forget the na- the name of that one and mania which is all mania was all just, the old ones well not even all the old ones it was made by uh fans so it was fan made maps that people made for dlc like what they would do is they would mod games and make these maps and then they took those developers and made them develop for this game that's cool as hell well hence why it was so good so yeah i don't have much hope but i'm keeping an eye on it very closely one concern i have is that amy is amy is wait is she the little animal person or is she the human woman no no amy's the uh pink i forget what creature she is she's the okay yeah yeah she's she's a little fox or a little echidna or something something. i'm not really sure but um okay good at least it's not the human woman yeah no i don't think uh, they're going back to that one that was yeah yeah, thank goodness um the other one they showed more of was (laughs) the callisto protocol which ah yeah yeah what's that all about well that's okay basically think dead space but on something new so it's got the vibe and feeling of Dead Space, but a different world, different character, different similar vibe though. In well, fact, very similar protocol. Team. Yeah, it, it well it's similar it's similar team as well that did Dead Space. So that's what you see. The thing is, is I look at that and they go, "Ooh, here's what's being released." I'm like, yeah, you could have just said new Dead Space, but different different world. And we gone, okay, yeah, all right, cool. I don't need to know more about this. When it comes out, I'll check it out. <laughs> like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It, it does look a heck of a lot like Dead Space from the images I'm seeing, although the images I'm seeing are also fairly nondescript. It's nondescript, silhouetted man or woman with lead pipe or something with zombies walking around them. So yeah, that's, exactly. that's so far what it looks like. Obviously, it's going to be a lot more than that, but so far, I'm not, you know, just right off the hop, I'm not seeing anything that's I, I'm just really weird, exciting me all that much. Yeah, I'm just this weird guy where I don't get overhyped. I, I, just, I just have it in me where I've been let down so many times in my life. Where I'm like, okay, I know the Callisto Protocol is going to be good. It'll be exactly like Dead Space, but newer. I liked Dead Space, listen, so I have listen, no problem I'll be with the this. hype man. I'll be the hype man here. This game's going to fucking rock. You're <laughs> going to absolutely love playing as this as this handsome man. And it looks like there's also, uh, you, 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 you wear a helmet, and that helmet has a light in it. I could tell you that much. <laughs> and then there's... 
a shot that literally looks exactly like Dead Space. Like it might as well be a shot from Dead Space. So yeah, yeah I think I think the Dead Space comparison is is pretty well spot on. <laughs> yeah. Now, one thing I wasn't excited for, but I became excited for from the trailer from Gamescom. So one change did happen, and that's the Hogwarts Legacy. Woo! Yeah, this looks awesome. Yeah, it's the open world sort of uh, exploratory Hogwarts thing, and they're, you're exploring Salazar Slytherin. I thought that was cool. And there was a dialogue that was sort of, you know, transposed over the trailer that a bunch of, it was the students or characters you're playing, I think, uh, yeah. implying the question of, you know, why is, uh, you know, Avada Kedavra or, uh, no, there was another, it was another spell. Why is one of like the, the forbidden spells, why are they forbidden? Uh, if I use them in defense, I think it's only fair. You know what I mean? Why is it that I get in trouble for using something f for self-defense? And it, it's implying to me that because you're investigating Salazar Slytherin, maybe your character is being tempted to the dark side and playing that little, you know, that line. Ooh. I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. I want to, I want to be on the dark side. I want to be a, the boy who lived, come to die. Like I could do that. I could go for that. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. yeah but then you're gonna die to some teenager, and you're not even gonna know who the real boy of. Uh, uh, of prophecy is was it harry potter or i forget his other name the other dude who was ugly and now hot <laughs> how about oh yeah yeah um oh what is his name god damn it what's his name yeah that's funny it's funny you mentioned that he was a he was uh yeah the character kind of turned he was nerdy but turned like a very handsome man by the end of it yeah and they had to um, make him ugly so Let's see, it says um, Hogwarts Legacy. What kind of game is Hogwarts Legacy? It's an immersive open world action role-playing game set in the 1800s wizarding world, which puts players at the center of their own adventure. Is the 1800s back before they had like human plumbing, muggle plumbing? Is that back when they would just like shit on the floor and then like make the poop disappear? 1800s, it depends. If you were rich, you might have had really poor plumbing. But it did kind okay. of exist, but it would still wouldn't it would go to like a sister, and we didn't have you know city. I hope there's a whole gameplay mechanic around just shitting on the floor and making the poop disappear. I, I hope that's <laughs> a thing, and 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 I hope they indicate where they think that poop is actually going. Because I don't think anybody knows. No, it just I don't think anybody knows. It, it just Avada. They just have a spell in the toilet. It's like Avada Kapupa, and it just destroys it utterly. No, no, but it's got to go somewhere. No, no, this is magical world. You can destroy matter. No, it goes into the air. It just, it, no, it's, you're, you're, you're having this limitation where your brain is thinking that matter cannot be created or destroyed. This I'm is magic. Matter can both be created exchange, and destroyed. Okay? Equivalent exchange. No, this isn't. It doesn't exist in the Harry Potter universe. No, that we are not Alphonse. This is an equivalent exchange. You're not an alchemist. I don't know, man. I'm having, tr I'm having trouble with it, but you know what? I'm going to let it go for now. So, uh, because <laughs> it is, it is, uh, not real as far as we know. Um, who is publishing quirky games, Avalanche Software platforms will it be on ps5 ps4 uh xbox series xs xbox one nintendo switch and pc it's going to switch nintendo switch oh they come to i question it oh, now <laughs> um it will launch on february 10th 2023 so now the prior two games we mentioned are both coming out in holiday season 2022 this game is set to launch february 10th 2023 wouldn't surprise me if it did get pushed back again so this is a this is a title major game for for wb and uh they can't fuck it up yeah now there's another title game for wb that's coming out as well that got another trailer now it's just ah, more yes. information um this one is i'm more excited for but at the same time i i'm i don't know what to think it 
I I feel like I missed out on a lot of the you know the Gotham series, the Batman, Gotham City, Gotham. I played the first one, Arkham uh, Asylum. I think I played the second or third one, Arkham City, with the one where the Joker was in like a wheelchair and was all fucked up, um, and he dies at the end. So I, I yeah, I, I uh, both of those were great. I played both uh, Arkham yeah. Asylum and Arkham City pretty thoroughly. Arkham Knight I played pretty thoroughly as well. That 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 whole run there, those three games in that trilogy were all just absolutely phenomenal. They did very very good with all of them. Um the ones I'm 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 just what I was looking up here, I was very interested to see who are the uh, confirmed villains in Gotham Knights. Yeah, that's well that's what this trailer about. was is a bunch of trailers and they have um uh Clayface, Harley, I okay, Clayface Harley and um Mr. Freeze. I, uh, they also showed off uh, Court of Owls. Even with the Court of Owls, though, I struggled with the voice of Harley Quinn. I there, I get it. She was trying to do that, like, I guess it's, it's like a Brooklyn accent or something. Uh, that yeah, it's like heavy, like Queens, Long Island. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That's, it, it's challenging. Because now, now they all have to emulate that exact same accent, even yeah. though they don't have to. You know yeah. what I mean? It could just be a version Harley Quinn, it's different, but no, they're all going to do that cute, you know, I guess it's considered like a cute little Long Island accent or something. Yeah, and, that, and that's fine, but I just felt like, I don't know, with the visuals of this Harley, or maybe the voice actress just wasn't convincing enough with that yeah. delivery that I just, I could, I'm like, ooh, something's not, something's not right. It's not right. And I just couldn't accept her as a villain. I just kept thinking, ooh, I kept viewing her as a bad voice actress. I'm like, oh God, that sucks. Yeah, I don't know what article I'm looking at here. I was trying to look up the the actual um, all of the enemies in it, and I don't see a little next thing. But they they had already confirmed nine. So like Raz Al Ghul, um, let's see, Talia Al Ghul might be in this as well as obviously Harley. Well, Harley Quinn is one of the Gotham Knights, is she not? Uh, no, she. As far as I can tell, she's a villain. She was uh, okay. She was she was the main. I would say she was the one most shown off during Gamescom in the villain lineup during this because there was interesting they had part of their demo was you fight her or i don't know if it was actually playable if it was just you know video but yeah you clay fight faces her. in this as well yep clay face nice mr freeze was so, announced too yeah that's that's really exciting uh mr freeze Ooh, mr freeze looks awesome yeah he looks really really cool what was weird is wow. everyone's all hype and big about oh they bumped up the release date it's releasing more fat you know you quicker than we expected by four days. Ooh, whoopty fucking do. Oh, they got to keep it in 2022 though, because this is a major title game for WB for this Q4. So they really got nothing else considering Harry Potter is going to be Q1. Yeah. So. This is October 21st, supposedly. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Good timing too. So I think I'm going to enjoy playing this around Halloween time. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely going to be a day one game for me if it comes out on PS4. So, which I'm hoping it does. I don't think it will. Yeah, I, what platforms I'm on. fairly excited for it. We'll see what I've got going at the time. I've got a lot of games on my list right now, but I, I am excited for it, I think. I think I, I want this game. Awesome. My body awesome. is ready. Glad there's one for you, Adam. I'm glad there's w at least one for you. Yeah. Um. The other one, the next one is kind of surprised me. It's Dune Awakening, the Dune Survival MMO. The fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. They only it's only cinematic, really. So it's not a. Um, they, I don't think they showed any real gameplay to the max. Crazy. Like, yeah, their main announcement oh, was the cinematic. WB making this? No, 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 no. Who's making it? That's wild. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Um, I I, I just wasn't Dune expecting Dune. a Dune MMO. <laughs> 
is absolutely wild. I, I'm not against it if you get to travel between all the different planets in the, I, I guess, section of the galaxy. If they obviously only, if this only happens on, what's the name of the planet? Like the actual name of Dune? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, Rackus. If, if it only ever occurs on Rackus, that is boring as fuck. Everybody hates desert sections of games. Everybody thinks they're boring. So making your entire game that is a bad idea. They cannot do that. Has to involve I'm other sure planets. There's a couple thousand people who are gamers who also love Dune, who also love deserts, in which case they're going to be good with this. Yeah, but the <laughs> fact that it's an open world survival MMO implies that it's probably going to be on Dune and you have to like survive with water and shit like that. Yeah, it says uh, Awakening combines the grittiness and creativity of survival games with the social interactivity of large scale persistent multiplayer games to create a unique and ambitious open world survival MMO. I don't know. That sounds a lot like all other MMOs so far. Yeah, I don't know oh, what this is. Oh, wait, wait. It says survive the most dangerous planet in the universe. Oh. So, yeah, it's definitely Arrakis. Oh, that sucks. But it says explore the ever changing face of Arrakis. So it says there's ruins of long-forgotten biological testing stations, which says that's definitely hinting at different biomes and stuff like that. So could end up being pretty good. I I don't know. <laughs> Listen, Adam, if you control the spice, you control Arrakis, okay? That's what you got to know. <laughs> you control the MMO. <laughs> you control the spice, bro. Um, I, The other one I'm not sure what I think of because the – so Dead Space 2 – or not Dead Space, Dead Island 2. Dead Island 2. Oh, Interesting. That's that's a twist. Because I think Dead Island 1 didn't do so well, right? It had this great yeah, trailer everyone great. loved, and then it just didn't it did live up to it. It did great when it came out. I don't, I don't believe that. It did. It did absolutely awesome when it came out. I remember, because that was, that was back in, the, in my days at the G-Stop Lounge. Did it really? I See, I remember they had a really good trailer, and then it, it did really well, which is to say it sold a lot, but people hated it immediately. Oh, man. People love that game. Um. Yeah, that was back in the day. That came out in 2011. That was like right in the middle of my tenure with uh, the G Stop Lounge as a manager there. And uh, I don't know what did it if it says setting release. I was looking for the release to see exactly what it ended up selling. Um, the critical reception. Uh, it got average reviews. It was anywhere from uh, see it ranged anywhere from sixty three, sixty seven on up to eighty. So it was kind of in that average space there for the most part. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I think average average reviews. Um, I remember there was some controversy around the violence around it, but it did sell uh, a little more than five million copies, which is which is pretty good for for any game at that time. Five million copies is pretty good uh, by today's standards. It might be a little bit low, but um, but I think five million anybody'd be happy to sell five million copies of a thing. So, you know, I think that we haven't had, have we had a real standout zombie game at any point recently? Uh, yeah, we've had, um, other than, other than Resident Evil remakes. No, 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 no. There is a, from the developers of Left 4 Dead, they came out with their own. They, they took, they took the ball and they went home and they created one of the best Left 4 Dead games of all time. Um, and I'm blanking on the name right now. Blood, blood. Back for Blood. Back for Blood. That's what it was called. Okay. So, yeah, so maybe zombie stuff is just coming back a little bit, which is cool. Hopefully uh, hopefully it comes out in its quality. And it's been a long time. I, I don't even know that a lot of people who'd be playing this game at this point would have even played the original. So hopefully they could just uh, really, really take off with it. It almost was like a... Um, like when I played it originally, I almost felt like it was kind of like a Far Cry, but like for zombies. 
Like that was kind of what mm. I got from the original one. So if they kind of lean into that, I think they could do pretty well with it because Far Cry games always seem to perform admirably whenever they come out with a new That's one. True, and I don't yeah. think any any one of those has sold five million copies lately. So you know, if they could at least make it that good, I think they'd do all right with it. Yeah, that's so. true. Um, so we're getting to sort of the smaller stuff that were announced, or the, I, I'd say the weirder ones. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, I don't, I actually, it brought forth an entire question in my mind. So there's this new trend. There's this game called Everywhere. That's the name, terrible fucking name. Um, but it's called a metaverse or a metaverse sounding game. And it's it's an open world video game. It's built by a new company, um, which has ex Rockstar employees on it. So ex developers okay. of like, uh, the what is it? Um, uh, holy crap. Oh my God, uh, not Left 4 Dead. Oh my God, it's hurting me now. Um, the one where Dead. you beat up hookers and you have coffee. <laughs> Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 5, so it's from from a, a few of the team members from there, that's what they're trying to bank on. But it's just a multiverse. It's a sci-fi multi, and they call it a metaverse. So what the hell is a metaverse versus an MMO? <laughs> What's the difference? I'm trying, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, why do we um, need this new word? It's, it's, it's an MMO or maybe MMOs were never quite right. Or though they need to evolve because now games are like, um, a battle the new battlefield is an mmo oh, this, it's massively it's on. not just anybody either this is actually uh, i was just looking at the names behind it uh one of the main names is leslie benzies who worked closely with the hauser brothers on the original grand theft auto series and he was also one of the team leads in grand theft auto 3 so they see, he's a name i know mm-hmm. um so there's actually some pretty big probably some pretty big money behind it as a result i would imagine oh yeah for um, sure dude even the wikipedia has like nothing on this game so it just said conceptualized in 2016 the game started development on Amazon Lumberyard with a team of three X-Star Rockstar, ex-Rockstar North employees, um, numbering about 30 staff by January 2017. Royal Circus Games is developing everywhere from studios based on based in Edinburgh, Budapest, Los Angeles, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't understand what this is at all. It must be a Grand Theft Auto style game. I'm, I'm it going to literally just take place anywhere on the map. Yeah. The intention of offering a less restrictive experience than that of other games. I'm sorry, but you can't do that that we don't we don't have the technology <laughs> or oh, we the do. it's just it's gonna be really shitty <laughs> yeah yeah you, we, not... we have the technology to make the most basic version of this possible yeah. but it's not gonna be great yeah you're, you're absolutely right so like i don't understand the whole metaverse thing going on like everyone oh it's a metaverse you know it's it's an mmo or we need to change the definition well, of mmo from now, now think about this way if it is metaverse and it is going to take place in some fashion on web 3 then this is going to be an interesting thing because if you're a, actually able to like stake territory in the game for instance and there could actually be real world money that goes into the game to subsidize that in which case the game is making stupid amounts of but money but that exists what if, in so look, MMOs. look at it this way so say say you want to stake out like santa monica pier in la right it's going to be a very popular spot right whoever stakes that whoever initially you know however you do it in the game however you gain control of it you know if they were to go and sell it they could sell that for quite a lot of you know in-game currency which would cost a lot of real world currency, right? And if all that currency is basically fractionalization based on some sort of crypto token within the game, like Ethereum tokens, then yeah, there could be a lot of money tied up but in this game. But that's no point. different than WoW or Eve or Eve Online is a great example. And Eve Online's not considered a metaverse; it's just considered an MMO. No, no. Except, except this is probably going to utilize some sort of crypto token within the game to do that. That right? doesn't, you're, that you're doesn't thinking, you're thinking it. of in-game currency. That's not based on crypto. I'm talking about like an actual tradable. So say if you like, say if there's, you know, 
uh, token value of some sort. Maybe it's their token. Maybe it's not their token. It could even be potentially be traded off platform. Yeah, that's what Eve, Eve, both Eve and WoW have that. Oh, really? Yeah, Eve, you don't pay anymore. So what happens is you can actually pay with in-game money, ISK, for a token. This was back in the day. This is when they still had um, subscription. So yeah. you could pay for that token to pay for your subscription with in-game currency, or you could buy that token with real-life money, and you could trade it. So what happened is people... But where, where does it trade to? It, it turns into ISK. So I could... What could happen is... I as oh, a player it turns into a coin called ISK. Well, ISK is the currency. ISK is dollars, video game that, dollars. That's in in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like could in my Ethereum crypto wallet. I could with real life money. Okay, I could with real life okay. money buy a token inside the game. I get a digital token, and I can then sell that to someone else in ISK. So I can take real life money and turn it into ISK, and I can do it the other way around. I can buy that token and sell it to someone for real life money. Oh, no, 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 I see what you're saying, but hear me out. It goes even further than that. So what I'm saying is, so the so the, the platform owner, in this case, you know, the studio that's developing everywhere. So basically what they can do is they could base this on an actual cryptocurrency token, not just an in-game currency that sort of exists on a ledger somewhere. This is, this is different. So, and then basically what happens is they could actually set the metadata on that token to pay them a certain percentage every single time it sells in perpetuity forever and ever. And it doesn't even have to sell in the game. Somebody could take that, whatever represents the value of that particular place, say it's Santa Monica Pier or something like that. They could actually send that token, whatever it is, outside of the game, outside the platform into a crypto wallet anywhere yeah. anywhere any crypto sure. wallet anywhere in the world even a secured wallet on a computer and then at some point in the future they could choose to sell that for another type of cryptocurrency so, and then every single time that particular nft is, is is sold the original creator of the nft so the platform holder in this case will take a percentage of that sale so, so this is you're a describing massive, massive, you're describing massive business model. <laughs> i could have a ship that i I built in the game, right? In this, in this case, I built it with materials inside the game, right? Um, I now own that ship. It has inherent digital value using digital money, which is all crypto is digital money. And uh, it's, it's a lot more than that. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't fucking fool yourself. It, it, you take that and instead of, okay, in this regard, I've got my wallet, my crypto wallet, my cryptocurrency is instead of being a distributed um authority it's now a singular authority i totally get that there there's a there's the difference is group authority versus singular authority right, right which is the servers and i can then take the value of that ship and i can say for example give that ship to someone who's going to give me time and then i can spend that time on money it's an extra it's, it's the same a number of steps and it's digital money to real money the only difference in all of this is that it's instead of a distributed, you know, chain authority, it's a singular mm -hmm. server authority. That is the correct. only difference. Are one hundred percent correct, which In makes that, no yeah, difference monetarily. <laughs> yeah, but that's it's just interesting to see that like there's, I mean, basically the whole business model of this is going to be that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's exactly where they're going with it. So yeah, I just it's don't. interesting to see that that they're basically developing a whole essentially mainstream you know gta style game around that now so yeah, be i be curious that. to follow that one kind of see where it goes although i think we're in agreement that it's just it's you know very slim chance it's going to be a very good game i think yeah now the next announcement is 100 percent a million times my favorite announcement at gamescom like this blew everything out of the water i'm looking down the thing what what, what the hell what is it the playstation dual sense edge 
Interesting. What the hell is a dual sense edge? So they're taking the so this is a Sony provided uh, controller for their PS5, where okay. you can slot out the you can re macro the buttons to be whatever you want, and you can change out the thumbsticks to whatever you want. And oh, I stop it. think maybe even the buttons or something like that. So you stop can customize the physical parts of it. No shit, man. That's a, so it's a fully modular. Yeah. Or at least wow. highly modular. Probably you probably can't change out the touchpad at the top, and I don't know about the buttons on the side, but I think it's wild though. I mean, talk about customizing a gaming experience on console. That's huge. To me, able to swap those out. I want to be able to swap out the buttons because I want third-party manufacturers to make mechanical buttons. I want mechanical yes. keyboard physics in a button on my keyboard on my controller. It's yeah. the one thing I've okay. missed. Um, the other thing is, is I want to be able to. Hey, my. DualSense controller has drift. You know, the, the, the little stupid little uh, dongle has drift. I don't have to buy a whole new $90 controller. I can just buy the $20, you know, uh, uh, whatever stick. Yeah. And once aftermarket gets involved, once you start getting, you know, your logic, your, your logitechs and your, you know, whoever else, right. I, I, th I think there's, there's a good chance that you're going to, you know, steel series. There's a good chance you end up getting better versions of things uh, yes. at some point in the future as well. So that's pretty damn cool. Like you I'm see really why this is actually exciting to me. <laughs> that's awesome. Especially, oh man, especially for certain gaming, uh, gaming fans, uh, fighting game fans in particular, yeah. if they have a chance of getting these mechanical uh, face buttons, I think that's pretty amazing as well. Honestly, it, really good news. And, and I like that. Uh, that has kind of a uh, a marquee spot for Sony in, in a conference like this. I think it deserves it. It really does. It's one of my big ones. And I think not only is it important because they're doing it, but that means the next generation will want to do it more and more and more. We're getting to that field where, you know what? Maybe don't be such stingy little fucks. <laughs> this is cool as absolute hell. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Looking at the pictures of it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so sick. I'm, I'm really happy about it. Wow. Awesome. Um, I think that pretty much covers all the big announcements from there. A lot of smaller games. You should go and check it out. We were just looking at PCGamer.com if you want to go check those out. Uh, I don't know if you're into Destiny, Goat Simulator, uh, Monkey Return to Monkey Island. That's that a big one, I think. Uh, I think that's a big one yes. that should be brought up. Yeah, se sequel to a classic. It's to the classic adventure. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, some, some other stuff on here I haven't really heard of that looks interesting. I'll have the other one that's getting afterward. a lot of love is Lies of P, which is like a Pinocchio tale sort of Thing. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. It it's Bloodborne, but Pinocchio. Stop it. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, that's cool as hell. That's gonna be scary, dude. Uh, also, Homeworld. That's gonna be one. Uh, I bet Rob's gonna be into that. Oh yeah, yep, yep. That's a oh, big let's one. See, Homeworld three's dropping. Uh, I don't know. Genshin Impact three for those yeah. who are in Genshin. Um, they got more. Um, everything half the shit on this list are dark souls recre recreations yeah i'm seeing that i'm seeing a lot of that on here it's interesting really really sad to see um they put more on dark tide okay fine i don't need to know more on dark tide yeah new release. warhammer 40k game interesting but so it's this not is a new co-op shooter yeah it's, it, this isn't new announcement they just did more character creation and gameplay they just put out more data gotcha. for it listen I knew I was going to buy this when you said 40K Vermintide, okay? Like, I knew what this was. You don't need to sell me on this. Just put out the game. I'll buy it. <laughs> I, I think that probably goes for all the Vermintide fans out there. Probably probably similar sentiment. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
<laughs> awesome. Well, hell yeah. So anyway, got some good stuff in there. Lots of trailers I got to watch after this, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for Gamescom 2022. So uh das war sehr und next year. So there you go. So that's that's our little sign off for that. Uh did you want to do a playing and watching situation? So I don't know, you're going away. Um yeah. Let's see. So we, we could do it. We could do it on this one or we could save it for next week. Let's save it for next week and we'll put it out probably sometime while I'm away. Ooh, that sounds good. All right. So we will do that then. So anyway, go and follow up on Gamescom stuff online. See what you're excited about. Let us know. I'll post this on Twitter so you can respond to us on there at Ronin Geekery and let us know what you're looking forward to from Gamescom 2022 so definitely looking uh looking to be a pretty decent q q4 this year and a q1 for next year though so that's that's good news uh if you haven't yet make sure to hit up the podcast on bitcade podcast app we'd love it if you listened on there and also unlock some of our bonus content on there get some tokens unlock that content so you'll get some exclusive content that is posted nowhere else on the entire interwebs it is exclusive to bitcade podcast app and it's a great way to support us and if if you unlock a lot of it then i'll make more of it so there's actually some video content on there called coming to the west where i detail how some of these games coming from japan actually make it west uh including uh let's see i did i did tulip which is a one-off weird little game that was published by natsume in the u.s a while back i did uh i did final fantasy 7 uh classic i did final fantasy 7 remake so there's a bunch of good stuff in there you can check out if you unlock it you monetize us we don't do patreon so this is the way to support the show we would love it if you did and then uh are you guys ready to announce the other thing yet or are we still kind of holding off on the big announcement for actually what you missed uh is it has been announced if you've been listening to these episodes at the beginning of this episode there's already the announcement for it raised by spoilers getting its own uh feed this way you know you don't have to sift through if you're if you're only interested in that content you can just go straight to that content and enjoy it if you're only interested in the ronin geek content you can just sit here and enjoy it and if you're interested in both just subscribe to both and do both it's easy as that you can you can do both we're not gonna stop you i'm not gonna stop you i'm not He's not going to stop you. Nobody's going to stop you from doing what you need to do to listen to both. So none of us will. So, but it's really exciting that spun off. Very excited for Rich and Coop as well, being a part of the team and uh, spinning off into Raised by Spoilers. I think it's a fantastic podcast. I love the logo too. It's like a VHS tape on like a pentagram. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, actually, <laughs> so, uh, my plebeian gonna... wife, Amanda, made it. That's awesome. I thought it was perfect for for the sort of vibe that we're going for here. So absolutely awesome. And uh, and I had fun on the guest episode that's already posted as well. That was the Masters of the Universe uh, episode that I got to guest on a while back. So yes. definitely check it out. Take a listen. Hit them up on the Twitter as well. I'm sharing their stuff on there so we can kind of cross promote. You can see both of them on there pretty easily. And we'd love it if you listen to some Raised by Spoilers. So thank you so much. And uh, that's it for this week. So we will talk to you all next week. 